Welcome to your Butterfly Effect. I am your host, Denise Tunja. I am a business visionary and a strategic coach, the expert that will give you the tools to build that bridge to where your dreams are so that you can stop dreaming and start living it. My purpose is to support and empower you and give you that butterfly wing-wind to push you forward to your wildest dreams. Be prepared to have a good time. You might want to get a cup of tea or coffee because this will be delicious. If you want to start or level up in your business, get your seatbelts fasted because this episode will blow your mind. This podcast will cover topics like business, mindset, manifestation, life and work harmony, entrepreneurship, and how to apply it into your life. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Before starting the interview I had with Samoa Inc. by Samoa, I would like to share a couple of words about her and our um, interview together. She is amazing. 20 years old but she's so wise beyond her years and she is what I think is a natural born entrepreneur. She has found her own niche within web design and she is using her intuition and that intuition is what levels her up in her business. I had so much fun and we laughed a lot And I do feel and hope that you will enjoy this conversation as much as I did. We talk about web design, what to do when we do our web design, how who to hire, how to know if that person is right, but also how to use our own talents within our business. Enjoy! Hi everyone! Today we are here with the amazing Samoa and... She is the web designer expert that I just met for the podcast, but I am already in love with her and I know you guys will be too, <laughs> making hearts to me here. <laughs> so um, before I let go of her, I just want to say she is the deal. So you definitely want to check her out and I am giving the mic to you, Samoa. Take us through your journey. How did you become an entrepreneur? Because you're very young. Well, not very young, but you're young uh, compared to me because I'm 31. So how, how did you start? How did you become a businesswoman? Well, hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me here, Dennis. So um, I started my entrepreneurship journey because I didn't like my boss mostly. So um, once I moved out of my parents' house, I worked with this woman who was actually a very prominent online marketing coach. And I was her assistant. So I was working as her assistant and as her graphic designer. And within a couple of months of working with her, I realized that it's not really what I wanted. And I didn't like the way that she was treating me. And I was overworked and underpaid. So one day I just decided to quit. It was literally like that. Like, I was just like, okay, we're going to quit. I had applied for a better job, and I was really, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was excited to actually get the job, but then I I got, I didn't get the job, and I was really disappointed, but I quit anyways because I didn't want to stay anymore. And that day, I started my business. The day I quit, I started my business just like that. I already had, I had already had a portfolio website, so I just changed a couple of things around 
and I told everybody, hey, I'm in business and I do design, so hire me. <laughs> and I got my first website client that day, which was really amazing. Wow. But that was pretty legit. That's my story. Amazing. The same day you put up like the notice, all right, I'm open, wherever you are, like did the universe send it, send all the clients to me the same day you have one. Yep, I got my first website client that day. It was I was like jumping around. I was like, oh my god, I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I was really excited, and I've been doing it since. So, how many years has it been now? Almost two years. Almost two years. Uh, out of curiosity, how many clients do you work like at the same time? Well, now I only work with one, one to two clients a month. It depends on that month. But I, at the most, for website, for web design, I mostly usually stick a lot around one to two. Okay, because it's a lot of creativity behind it. So that's why yeah, I'm exactly. asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should talk about like your business, how you do things, why you are different and special. Well, the thing that makes me the most, the thing that makes me different is because I makes uh, I makes my intuition along with the systems and the logical process that i've put together so when i work with my clients you're not just getting oh what do you want for your website oh, okay this is what you want or oh this is oh you're an online coach okay this is the type of website you need like that's not what i do i make sure that first and foremost is a very personal approach my clients often feel like they're talking to their best friend when i'm designing with them when i'm designing website for them and is just very personal and I make it very easy for the both of us to create a website that they love. So far this year, I mean, the year's almost over, we got like 10 days, but so far, none of my clients have needed a revision for their website since we started, simply because the process and the fact that I use my process and my intuition to really get to know them makes it really easy for me to create a website that really speaks to them. And it's very customized. It, literally reflects who they are as not just a business owner but as a person and so they're just like hey like i love it and they normally have nothing no big changes to make which is amazing because it saves us a lot of time <laughs> it is it is because even i do my own website uh it's a very basic one but even i am not happy with what i do <laughs> so it's it's a miracle for in in my eyes that they don't want to change anything when you do a web design. The thing that catched me, like hooked me to your story is that you mix intuition with making a website, which is like two plus two is equals four, like very strict and mathematic and logical, like technical. Um, how did you recognize that you had this like intuition, seeing people, their styles and design? It got really easy mm -hmm. because I've always done it. I always did do it, but I not like I did a lot of stuff. When I started, I always knew how because I have the gift of self-expression. Mm -hmm. So I always knew how to help people express themselves, especially visually. Like the visual component was just the outlet that I used. So I always knew how to do it. But I did when I first started out. I did get a lot of revisions from people because. So it just wasn't exact. And then when I started working, doing a lot of self-work, 
you know, getting to know myself, getting comfortable and confident with myself and understanding who I am and expressing that better. I was actually able to help my clients express themselves better. And it literally just, I realized that I was intuitively doing it because it got really easy. Like, I would just talk to the person and be like, okay, so what you mean to say is this, this, and that. And then once I also knew what my gift was, because I didn't know that was like, I didn't know about spiritual gifts or anything like that. So I was just like, oh yeah, I'm just good at this. But no, once I really recognized that it was a gift and that I could actually hone that gift and get better at it, it was like, okay. So I once I realized what it was, I started get, doing it a lot better because it was just like, okay, so recognizing it when I would talk to a client, or anybody really, it didn't even have to be a client. I talked to them and I'd help them express themselves in a more um, conducive way. Mm -hmm. I think that's the word. <laughs> like in a way that it was just like, wow, like that's exactly what I meant to say. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm at awe, first of all, that you have recognized this gift within you. Because mm -hmm. how old were you so that the listeners know as well? Um, well, right now I'm 20. I learned about my gift when I was around 19. I was speaking to a client actually. And because I mostly work with spiritual entrepreneurs. I love working with woo woo people. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> um, she was talking to me and I was doing one of her sessions. And she was telling me how like, I've been such a great help to her, this and that and that. And I was like, oh, thank you. But at the time, I wasn't super confident in myself. So I was like, it feels really good to hear you say that, you know, that validation and all that stuff. And she was like, well, you don't really need validation because it comes naturally to you. And I'm like, I guess. And she was like, no, like, that's actually your spiritual gift. One of your main spiritual gifts is self-expression. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't get it. And like she explained to me how rare it was and how not everybody's able to do it for even themselves. Like you said, like, obviously, you know yourself very well, you know what you're looking for, but it's, it can be very difficult sometimes to articulate it. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to do that with people. And I do it usually when you have a gift, you don't really think it's hard. You do it so easily that you don't even give it a second thought and you just assume everybody else can do it. Mm -hmm. And so she told me, like, huh. That's crazy. <laughs> Nobody else, like, obviously there are other people who can do this, but it's very, like, your gifts are very unique to you and how you express them. So it was just like, that's interesting. And it really helped me raise my value a lot. Because once you realize what your gift is, you realize you're very unique mm -hmm. and very, very, very valuable. So whatever you're doing, whatever service you're providing, is technically priceless it's not even like you can't even put a price on it because nobody else can do it the way that you do it exactly exactly and i love that you have been able to find this so early in life because I'm, I'm i'm thinking back when i was 19 and 20 yeah i knew what i wanted to do uh, even though i didn't know my life purpose back then i was living it but i didn't know of it uh i wanted to become a science woman i'm not gonna say science man <laughs> i wanted to become a science woman and i was pretty good at it actually long story short i left all the things behind <laughs> to marry my husband i moved to turkey etc but it's very rare that people know of their gifts so young and i am so so happy for you that you have found it and through that found your own value 
in your business and in yourself. And you are like the picture of, as you said yourself, when you work within yourself, like about yourself, about your limitations, like everything around it to become a better person, it affects everything around you, your relationships, your business, your value, like who you're attracting to yourself because your energy shifts. And I'm so happy for you that you, you are already there and you're 20. I love it. Like, I'm really, I'm really grateful about it. And I love what you said about the energy shift, energy shifts, because I just, I just experienced it yesterday. So um, I ha I went through a dark, a little dark period where I was just very depressed and I wasn't, I wasn't fully operating in my power. I kind of forgot who I was for a bit. And so I did, I was doing all the things to make my business successful, but it wasn't working. And I didn't know what was going on. And then I did some self-work and I kept, and the thing is with self-work is not, you can't just do it and then be done with it. Like you have to continue mm -hmm. working on yourself. So I did some self-work and I started stepping into my power, and, but I wasn't even sure if I was there yet. I was just like, I guess I'm there. I'm not sure. And then I just realized yesterday I went to a doctor's appointment and it turns out the doctor has her own holistic health coaching service that she wants oh. to start in the new year and I'm li literally looking for that specific client and like we just start talking and she's like oh my god I've been looking for someone like you for so long and this and that and that and I was just like I didn't even have to do anything <laughs> like and that's like that's what happens when you step into the flow of things when you step into your power it's like yes you can do the logical steps you can do the step by step and do what you have to do but you're once you step into your power and you step into your intuition things just flow and you don't really have to try as hard you still have to try you still have to do things like i had to go to the doctor <laughs> but and i had to do the self-work also but you're able to attract the things that you actually want like a magnet because you step into that person who gets to have those things mm -hmm. so yeah it's pretty cool yeah i love it just by being the true you yourself, mm -hmm. even though like everyone goes through doubts and dark period. I, I went through mine for like two months until like November or so. And mm -hmm. that was the time when you're like digging deep into yourself, like trying to find yourself, like, am I this person or am I just making it up? <laughs> then as you say someone comes along and says oh my god you're amazing and then you remember oh yeah i am amazing <laughs> this is who i am <laughs> and that's the amazing thing with the websites with the websites because like a lot of entrepreneurs the clients that i work with they they usually already started their business they're getting clients they're getting consistent sales and they're getting consistent clients and they have everything in place to keep growing except their website or even if they have a website they either worked on it themselves or had somebody else working on it before and it doesn't fully represent who they are so they kind of just put it to the side and they were just like i'm gonna work on getting clients for my business which is great that's what you should be doing when you're first starting out and then later on they're like okay i need to get to my next level mm -hmm. what do i need to do that and usually the first thing that pops up is a website and the reason that a website is important to get you to that next level is because when you're starting out you 
you will need to hustle. You will need to meet more people. You're going to need to grind. You're going to need to do all the dirty work, all the legwork to get you there. But as you start thinking about scaling and get, going into the next level in your business, you're going to want something that's going to make it a lot easier for you. And I realized that just being yourself and expressing yourself and like your true self is a great way to magnetize people to you. And your website is an amazing way to do that. Could you get somebody who like put something together really quick or could you do it yourself? Of course you can. But if you get an expert who's able to help you like fully, basically use your website as a mirror to who you actually are, to your true self, if you're able to do that, then people, like I've had clients who have gotten clients just like that, just from that person loading their homepage. That person is like, I want to work with this person. I don't want to work with anybody else. And that's how powerful a website that really represent, represents you can be for your business. And that's like, it, it gets you connections. It gets you the money. It helps you scale. And it gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And it just makes things so much better in your business. So that's kind of in a way like expressing yourself yes you have to express yourself as a person obviously but having your website as an extension of that expression mm -hmm. it it blows everything out of the water and it takes you to your next level immediately yeah but for that once again you need to find that specific person that can express you for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i do believe that people like you needs to have that little woo-woo intuition whatever you want to call it to sense out that because mm -hmm. your area of expertise as in web design is mostly male like males are dominant in that area and mm -hmm. no offense there are probably like a couple of them that are intuitive or have that feminine energy within them so they can understand someone else but I always prefer to talk with a woman instead of a man because the energy, the flow, like the conversation, I do feel more understood by a woman rather than a man. So that's why also when I first found out that you were a web designer, I'm like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Someone successful, but also intuitive, a woman who understands like, what we are talking about, because you, you said yourself, you have like all the, these like holistic, like woo-woo people. I, I hate to call them woo-woo, but yeah. Oh, it's, it's good. I say it lovingly. Because <laughs> I'm woo-woo too. So I say it lovingly. But yeah, I totally get what you mean. And I think that's one of the biggest things that differentiates me because it's all about, basically it's all about really understanding who you are and expressing that mm -hmm. and mo literally every person that i've talked to they're like oh my god working with you is like working with my best friend i feel like i'm talking to the best friend i i don't feel i it's not what do you want okay let me put this on this template it's like let me understand who you are and what you need so that i can create a custom solution for you in your business but um we should talk about a couple things that people need to think about when they are looking for somebody to help them. Yes, that's what I'm going to come to. Like, how do we know who that person, if that person is right for us? Like, how should we hire? When you're looking for a web designer, you have to look at results. And also, 
connection like what what kind of connection you have with the person because I feel like a lot of people entrepreneurs because most of the clients who work with me as I said they they usually hired somebody before me especially when they were starting out and it just didn't work out the way they wanted it to they didn't get the website they wanted or just something happened and (laughs) the interaction was left a bad taste in their mouth and what I would suggest is actually talking to the person and checking in with yourself like I don't make any decisions when I'm hiring somebody I don't make any decision unless I I I literally sit down with myself and I ask myself what do you really think of this person and how do you feel about having this person um, work with you if I have any shred of doubt I either ask more questions to understand the person more or I just Like, I just can't do it. Like, I'm just not going to take that leap. And it's the same with you. Like, you have to do your research, obviously. Look into the designer. Look into their past clients. Look at their work. Look at their website. Does their design speak to you? Does the energy that comes off of their website speak to you? Do you feel attracted to it? Or do you feel repelled by it? Or do you feel indifferent? Because if you want to work with a designer that truly understands you, you'd want somebody that's already that you're already attracted to either you love hearing them talk like if they have or reading their content or interacting with it or you love talking to them or you love their work like you're just like oh my god i'm obsessed with this girl's website like i can't stop i can't stop looking at it because that's the way you're going to want to feel about your own website and if you don't feel the same way about their work already then there's a problem and then you also have to look at whether the person is an expert or a service provider Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's a huge one because a service provider, and the difference is a service provider will ask you what you want. Like they'll be like, well, not even, they'll be like, you'll be like, hi, I'm looking for a web designer. I want a, this kind of website, this and then that. And they'll be like, okay, well, this is the website package I offer. This is what's included and this is how much it costs. That's usually how the interaction is going to go. They may ask you a couple of questions like, what kind of website do you want or what platform is it on things like that but they won't really ask you questions to really dig deep into who you are now an expert will not only ask you okay here are the types of questions like here's like what kind of techie stuff that you need on your website but they also want to get to know you as a business owner they want to know what your goals are so that they can help you reach those goals with a website they want to know if you're even eligible to get a website or you, if you're even the right client for them because an expert honestly experts do not want to waste their time like i haven't had a bad client in probably a year and a half because i just don't like i just know that some people aren't a good fit for me like even if you can if you if you're willing to pay you're willing and able to pay you're just not a good fit for me so i know that so that's why i screen people and i ask them questions and i really try to get to know them to make sure that the process is going to go very smoothly for the both of us mm-hmm. because it's best for the both of us so an expert really try takes the time to try to understand you and where you're at even before you become a client mm-hmm. and that's the difference because you want somebody who understands you right so mm-hmm. you're gonna like if the interaction before you become a client usually mirrors what the inter- interaction is going to be like throughout the process. So think about that before you hire someone. That's a very good point. Someone is 
as you say, you do give the service as well as the service provider, but you step into personality, desires, what you need, what you want to give, like basically energy, like what is the energy, the synergy that you want to achieve with your web design. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> also about it's also about like an expert will obviously give you tips and advice like if we're talking about your website and I ask you oh what have you like what why do you want a website and you're like oh the website I have right now isn't converting very well like people go on it and I've been tracking it and people go on it and then they get off immediately and this and that and that you're saying all this stuff like I'm not gonna be like oh okay well that sucks well if you work with me, I can do this, this, and that, and that. Like, I'm not just gonna go that, go there. I'm gonna be like, well, what have you tried? What have you done to try to see how to improve it? Have you tried this? Maybe you should try changing this thing. Cause I looked at your homepage and I noticed that your opt-in kept popping up and it was very annoying and I couldn't, I couldn't close it. So I, that's probably why people are getting off of it. Like an expert sees these things. Mm-hmm. And the expert is basically a problem solver. Like they're looking at your problems and they're trying to help you solve them. Just because it's a website, like it, and it's supposed to be something creative and designing and stuff like that, it doesn't mean that your website you're you're getting a website because it's solving a problem for you. Mm-hmm. So an expert recognizes that and the expert tries to solve that, help you solve that problem, whether you work with them or not. As you you mentioned, those who starts like a very early stage of becoming an entrepreneur you said like don't invest like high high payments into your website get your shit together so to speak and then when you want to level up you take that leap then you need to invest uh into a web design do you have any other recommendations for those who just start out if you just started as i said like as um Dennis said do not spend a lot of time or a lot of energy on your website because it's not going to make you any money like I'm telling you right now I know that I know from personal experience and from working with past clients that you feel very um you don't feel as confident if your website doesn't speak to who you are you're just like oh like I don't want somebody to go on my website and see this like I don't like it it sucks I completely understand it I even go through that Every time, every time I up level my business and my website hasn't like, I haven't had the chance to get my website the way I wanted to, it to look to represent me. I'm just like, every time I get notifications that someone's on my site, I'm like, Oh God, please. No, don't go there. <laughs> Cause it's not ready. It's not what's that. So I get it. Trust me. I 100% get it, but it is not the best use of your time or your money or your energy to spend it on your website when you're first starting out. Because as when you're starting out as a business owner, what do you want? You want clients, you want customers, unless you are an e-commerce person. Mm-hmm. So unless you're directly selling things, multiple things on your website, like products on your website, do not get, do not go crazy on your site. You can set up a very simple site. You can put, um, you can get a template. Mm-hmm. You could possibly hire someone to do it, but don't spend over like, 500 to a thousand dollars on that because it's just it's really not worth it when you're starting out unless and it's a big unless unless you have a really big budget for ad spend for to drive traffic to that site and to also get a website that will convert because if you just get a pretty site and it doesn't 
it's not built to convert or sell to whatever traffic is going there, then again, there's no point. You want to invest your time and your energy into the revenue generating items. So if your web, your website is not usually one of them, unless you have a really big marketing budget for it. As you say, key word that I get from it is also that pretty website doesn't help you to convert visitor to customer. It's also one of like the biggest key points that you need to focus on, not only being pretty, but also converting visitors to uh, clients or customers. That is 100% true. I've seen websites, beautiful websites, and like just going through it, whether I'm, as a consumer or as a designer, like I'll go through it and I'll be like, I don't like, I don't know what to do next. <laughs> like really, I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. And the website is supposed to kind of lead you down the rabbit hole. It's supposed to lead your customers down the rabbit hole into becoming a customer. That's what it does. It goes from somebody who's like, I'm interested in this product or service. And then they go on your website and they're like, Ooh, I might be interested in getting it from them. And then having that conversation with them through the website for them to go from, okay, I'm interested into, oh my God, I have to get this. Where has this been all my life? And it takes a specific, you need to have sales knowledge to be able to do that and marketing knowledge to be able to understand how the visitor is thinking so that they go from, I'm interested to buyer in as little bit of time as possible. That's the goal. Sounds good. Um, so I know like even like, a client of mine, I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> Females are not that techy of themselves. And mm -hmm. a website, like starting a website, building their own website, it's like a mountain that needs to be like hiked on. It, it's very hard for them to even think about a website. Um, if we're going to go with like different website providers like WordPress, Squarespace and they're like Kajabi or the Wix is there like could you recommend maybe say a word or two about each of them so they know the difference between them of course well if you're not tech don't go to WordPress <laughs> that's number one mm -hmm. don't do WordPress it's it's a monster <laughs> it really is and taking like it's not just getting your website up with it it's also maintaining the website that can prove that can it's going to take a lot of it's going to suck up a lot of your time it could suck up some of your money and a lot of your energy and you just don't want to deal with that if you're a beginner i work and you have no tech knowledge at all i recommend squarespace because it's very like there's no room for error with Squarespace. The templates are very cut and dry. You just get a template and then you put your information in and bam, there you go. You got your website up. So you just want to have a website up. There's that. If you're a little bit more creative and you, you like, you have no technical knowledge, but you're willing to learn and you're able to learn it. Wix is a great alternative also because Wix is less templated. They give you templates, but it's a lot easier for you to change things around. So if you have a good eye for design and you're able to do that yourself, then Wix could be, depending on who you are, it could be a good platform for you to do. Kajabi is expensive, mm -hmm. <laughs> first of all. Kajabi is expensive. And the reason it's 
it's it's expensive for beginners is because it's used as a way to create amazing sales funnels and drive customers from interested to buyer like it's it's a great platform for that very powerful Mm -hmm. but obviously you're not driving a lot of traffic to your website and a lot of it isn't converting so you shouldn't be on kajabi yet yet until you're able to have a website that's built to convert so you can make your money back because i think it's like 150 dollars a month isn't it on that 120 i guess 120 so that's $120 you could be investing in business coaching or learning how to get new leads or sale or learning how to sell, things like that. Save your money for things like that so that you can make that money back and like as quickly as possible so that you can invest in those other things as quickly as possible. I think I've asked every question that I need to ask you. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to finish it up with asking the one question that I ask everyone because it's it's called your butterfly effect it's that small thing small push that will cause wonders and miracles in the end what is that one butterfly effect thing that you can tell people like do this or don't do this that will affect in the big picture someone's I don't know, web design, life, it can be anything. It doesn't need to be like web design oriented. The one thing that will dramatically change your life continuously, like, and that's it's something you need to continuously keep doing, it'll change your life and it'll, it'll change your business. It's to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Really, that's it. Every time you get to know, every time I've taken the time to understand myself and get without judgment, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. learning to love and forgive myself every single time for mistakes that I've made in the past and really just trying to understand where I'm coming from and where I'd like to go and why I'm doing certain things. Every time I really narrow that down and I try to understand it, I make huge waves in my business, in my marketing, in my life, like crazy big changes. So before you do anything, because if you don't know yourself, well, the decisions you make aren't going to be aligned with who you are. Like so many different things aren't going to be aligned with who you are. So you have to get to know yourself first if you don't know yourself yet. And if you do, congratulations, but don't stop there. Keep, <laughs> keep digging, keep understanding yourself because it really, really does help a lot in your business. And I think that's the biggest butterfly effect that you could ever have. I love your answer. I, I got chills <laughs> over here. <laughs> I really felt it like deep down in my soul. But every word that you say, I just say, amen. <laughs> it's so <laughs> true. So true. Like on to point. Um, where can we find you? Where are you? Facebook, Instagram. You're, I mean, I'm going to link all the links into the show notes, but let's hear from you as well. I mean, the best place for you to find me is my website, um, inkedbysamoa.com. She'll put the link in. Um, Because that's where I share my best content on my blog. And I also, you also get awesome emails from me if you join my email list. Honestly, if you go on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see some of my posts, but I don't post as often there. So if you want the juicy stuff (laughs) and you want access to my I do have a blog and right now I'm doing a 90 day content blitz 
to help you create consistent sales in your business. So I'm, I don't do fluff. I give really great advice. So you can check it out on my website at inkbysamoa.com. All right. Thank you so much for your time. I had such a fun and blessed time. It was so informative as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. That I had a lot of fun. Hello, friend. We reached the end. Thanks for listening and supporting a fellow entrepreneur, a sister on her journey. Please feel free to share this episode on social media and don't forget to tag me at Denise Tunja. That is spelled D-E-N-I-S-T-U-N-C-A. You can also give a five-star rate and leave a review on your podcast app of your choice. If you want to connect with me or send your thoughts, ideas, questions, requests for interview, you can find them over at Instagram. I am just a DM away from you. I hope to see you soon on the next episode. Take care. Bye.